What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. By the way, at 6.15-ish or so, we're going to have a controversy here on the show. So stick around for that. But, Laura, what do you got? Oh, you don't know me. I will set it off up in here. I'm telling you, I will do a drive-by in this church. You better be glad you're at church. Jesus just saved your life. Hallelujah. All right, so Tyler Perry brings back his iconic character, Medea, for the 12th installment what? of his He friend. said he was done. He <laughs> said he was done. He said Medea was retired. Don't mm-hmm. tell me that the bills came in and he was like, damn, I need to get that Medea dress out again. Yeah, that money needs to come home because <laughs> a Medea homecoming, home, home, I can't speak no more, homecoming <laughs> is set to be released on Netflix in 2022. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So I need. I guess he got some bills to pay. But I love her. Well, you know I love what, Tyler. So, who's the more successful drag queen, RuPaul or Tyler Perry? Well, mm. I, I mean, Tyler in theory, Perry is like it, pushing yeah. a billion dollars, isn't he? Right. Right. That. Ru- yeah. It's Tyler Perry because of that. Yes. And RuPaul's been doing this thing for like thirty years at least. Yeah. 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 You better work. Work it, girl. I mean, mm. he may not have had. You know, Tyler Perry's peak. Right. But he ain't never had Tyler Perry's long-term valley. Right. <laughs> he, RuPaul has been in the game for easily 30 years, right? Maybe oh, 40? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at him. Yeah. Well, is he really worth $800 million? Of course he is. He's a that franchise man. is crazy. He's got his own studio in Atlanta. Yo, he has his own, like, exit. Okay, on the freeway, I think, or something like His that. Ex- Are you kidding me? He no. saved Princess <laughs> Megan. Yeah. And Harry. Right. He put them up at his place. <laughs> He's saving the royal family. Yeah. Or, you know, parts of it that didn't want to be royal anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The royalish family. The royalish family. <laughs> yeah. So that's fantastic. I'm yeah. happy for Medea. You know? Are you going to watch it? I mean, I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll watch it. If you it's know, on TV, if, you know, if, 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 you, if you got exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. At night, if, if, you're just like, eh, nothing else. I'll put on Medea. It's on, I mean, it is kind of sad in, the, in yeah. some ways in the yeah. sense that, you know, it's like he wanted to say goodbye. Right. And now it looks like he has to say hello. I mean, <laughs> listen, Jay-Z retired how many times? True. So, True. you know. Well, That's true. Guys can't right. give it up. It's like look Cap, at old do you fighters. Even know who Medea is? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really. Not okay. If I'm being Did honest, you, have you really. ever seen any of the movies? Not really. No. Yeah. In fact, you guys are talking even about like Medea. a bit, even like a like like in passing, like not on TV, really. like on no, on TBS or TNT or something no. like that. Like I honestly am sitting here listening to you guys, and I'm looking at Tyler Perry, and I'm going, "This guy's worth eight hundred million dollars." And I got to be honest, you guys are talking about Medea, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on here. I'm, I missed something. It's like I said, The Simpsons. I never watched The Simpsons. I don't know what Medea is. Wait, what? I know. It's all right. Oh, yeah. hell. I know it's it happens. Okay. No, no, Everyone no. Do you think Medea. we could do, Laura, like, can I? Can we find a way to, like, us to be, like, the Latino Tyler Perry's? You know, like, oh, just, man, let's do like, it. Like, we could come up with some character like Medea that's, that's Latina. That would be great, I'm sure. Yeah, we need one because, you know, that money. Like Tijuana or something like that. The Juana. My, yeah, know, my boy might already mm. got that cover. I know. I was going to say, I don't know about the Juana because it, it could be taken a lot of different ways. So There you go. That's what I'm saying. You know, but we need to come up with something. We do yeah. because I need that shiny that uh, Tyler Perry has. So. Man, $800 million. But I go to his website, tylerperry.com, and you see everything he got going on. You're like, okay, got it. Damn. Right. You guys uh, need to check out my boy, Johnny Sibley. He does an amazing alter ego character that's like you know like Medea so she's Latina oh yeah and it is absolutely hilarious oh okay absolutely hilarious alright well, I'll check it out he just hasn't made that money yet did you Not ever yet. remember Chachita no I don't Serrano, know Chachita, Chachita. Yeah. she was like yeah. a Mexican like in the telenovelas yeah. yo we should come up with somebody like that would be legit yeah. Uh, Brianna just texted me. We should call her Lolita. Lolita. That loco. Yeah. Tia Lola. Lola la loca. Oh, that actually kind of works. No, I don't know. Ah, you see? Whatever Brianna comes up with is a nah. No. We have, we we just workshopped it. It worked out. There you go. Lola la loca. Poor Brianna. Lola la loca. Gross yesterday because you wouldn't hold his hand. Can you say that three times fast, Kaplan? Lola la loca. Lola la loca. Lola la loca. Lola la loca. 
Yeah, the last one wasn't so yeah. good. I mean, I tried, man. I was on the spot immediately. <laughs> LC, can you do it? La 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 Loca? No, you didn't even get it the first time. What did you say? What am I Lola La Loca. Lola La Loca? There you go. That was better. Yeah. Can you do it three? Three three times in a row? Yeah, yeah. Like fast? Yes. Like now? Correct. <laughs> Dude, just do it. Lola La Loca, Lola La Loca, Lola La Loca. Yeah, LC. He got that tongue rolling. I love I it. He wrote, no, but he rolled it right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You that, rolled it like left. You know what I mean? Streets. That was a little different. <laughs> on that third one. Right? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Build <laughs> strength that way. Uh, exactly. All right. That is what you need to know. <laughs> Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right. Let's get back to these calls because we have a controversy that we have to get to at 615. And shockingly, it involves Greg. So that's just, that's, that's just what we're going to talk about. I'm so surprised. <laughs> this is shocking worry, developments here. Yeah, it, it involves you. There's a controversy. Um, I, I, I can explain said controversy. Hearsay. There's a lot yeah. of hearsay in social media right now. Yeah. It's trending on Twitter. It's all Twitter's over the popping. place. Yeah. yeah, Twitter's popping. There's controversy with Greg. We're going to have to get to that 615, but you have to stick around for it. But real quick, we got. let's get the people I've been holding patiently here. Roy in L.A. Roy, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just got off the 110 on some polka. I'm in Torrance on my way home from work, so I'm oh, great. Oh, nice. you know I love me some Torrance. I know if you've listened to this show, I tell you all the time, you can get anything you need in Torrance. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So listen, guys, this is where we at. Good. I, I, I'm, I'm so happy to be on with you guys. You got, I love you guys. But anyway. Thanks, brother. Trey LeBron James, is you out your mind? I mean, how in the... Okay, this is TV radio, so we're going to keep it real right here. Nice, nice. You can't trade LeBron James, and how about if we put put together a package of THT and maybe Kyle Kuzma get Bradley Beal or maybe uh, uh, what's the man down there in uh, Zach Levine or something? We, we need a, 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 a three guy. We need a score. We need a Schroeder. Do not re-sign Schroeder. You should have took the full year, $84 million. I'm sorry, dog. It, it, it ain't worth it. You know, Roy, and thank you for the call, sir, and have a great night in, uh, on your drive um, from Sepulveda yeah, uh, to your home in Torrance. Um, so, you know, it is interesting, LZ mm-hmm. and Cap, because the, the offense is the problem with this team, particularly when LeBron is not on the floor. Okay. When LeBron is not on the floor, this team goes from what's that? When LeBron's not on the floor, this team can't score. Yo, I'm rhyming, yo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They are in the minutes that LeBron James was not on the floor this year, which includes injury. They were the second worst offense in the NBA (laughs) when he was not on the floor. It's bad. So I, I whether it's Bradley Beal. Now, look, the Bradley Beal thing. Everybody wants him, some Bradley Beal. But at the end of the day, Bradley Beal's going to have to say he wants out of Washington. And it just don't seem like he's this dude that's going to say that he wants out of Washington. He would rather stay in a bad relationship for the kids than leave and be the bad guy. Let LeBron call him. Let LeBron text him. Let LeBron put something on social media. LeBron will recruit him if that's what LeBron wants. Well, that's tampering. I don't know if he can do that. telling you that's what he can do. Behind the scenes is different, but you, know. you got that kind of juice. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if we necessarily need a superstar on the level of Bradley Beal with the healthy about, AD and LeBron. What about but Levine? I do, but I do know what we need is someone who legitimately can get a bucket on their own. Right. Like legitimately. That's Zach, you know, Zach Levine. He and, don't and give the, you much else. The only person we, only three people we have on the team that can legitimately get a shot on their own are LeBron, AD, and THT. Mm-hmm. Everybody else needs some assistance. They just do. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. But the thing that I think was most perplexing last year during the absences of LeBron and AD was Dennis' inability to consistently generate offense for himself with or without help. Like, like, like it's one thing to say you need assistance to free you up a screen, you know, a play drawn up for you, whatever, fine, whatever. They can make that happen. 
But the fact is that they could do that and you still not score. Right. That was just really, really hard for me to wrap my head around, especially just proposed to the idea that you want $100 million. Yeah, no, there's no question about that, uh, for sure. Let's keep it going. Let's go to George in L.A. George, what's up? Line nine. Yes. Uh, you know, my thought is the Lakers blew it by not trading for Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle Lowry could have uh, helped pick up the slack and the scoring because one thing that they really lacked is they just couldn't score points. And Kyle Lowry would give you 25, 30 points. And who did they have to give up? They just had to give up KCP, Taylor Hurton Tucker, and, and uh, you know, and Shooter. Yeah, you and, know, they, and Shooter they did not want to really... trade. They did not want to trade Taylor Norton Tucker. In that right, deal. and as we look back on it now, as we look back now, in retrospect, I do the deal all day, every day. But back at the time, I was like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do this no, kind I of deal. do that deal. Yeah, I, I do it do, today. I would not do that deal to trade for Kyle Lowry and give up THT. Yeah, I would not, not at the point in which it was being talked about. I would yeah. not have done that deal. I said it at the time, and I'll say it again. Yeah, I'm with George in L.A. I'm, I'm, you know, George is with George. So. Yeah, I would have done that deal because here's why. Because the thing Thank is, you, instead of planning for the future with LeBron, you plan for the now with Correct. LeBron. Yep. That's all. I 100% and I, agree. And I think looking back on it, I would I said at the time, bad idea, and now I think that was a great idea. And boy, don't I sound stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, that happens every day, too. Well. Hey, listen, you know what I'm surprised at is that everybody who's calling so far we, this all started with a conversation. If you had to get rid of one guy on the Lakers, who yeah. would it be? Kuzma, Schroeder, Gasol, etc. One guy calls about LeBron. Not one yeah, call yet. Not, not one call that said AD. Not one oh, call well, that's that... not true. As a matter of fact, <laughs> there are people that are willing to do that. Let's, oh. go to, oh. let's, let's go to Perry in Riverside on line one. Hello, Perry. Love the show, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Um, yes, actually, I find it very disrespectful, actually, that Anthony Davis wasn't even mentioned and we put LeBron before him. I LeBron is the whole reason why we won this championship. AD, of course, did have an integral part. However, LeBron is a leader. AD will never be a leader. And straight up right now, I would have Lillard over AD any time of the week right now. So that's how I feel. AD's great, but we can have better and do better. All right. Thank you, Perry. Listen. Lillard over AD. Ah, I'm with that. I would do it. I'm with that I all day, every day. I'm with that all day. I'm going to tell you, man. So I'm mm. sitting next to Mike Wilbon during mm. the first couple of games of the Lakers Sun series. And, you know, we're sitting next to each other for hours. Game one, I floated the idea. Game two, Wilbon was ready to have a conversation about it. <laughs> so. So I don't I don't know if this is crazy as you're saying, George, because while it is true that AD is a cheat sheet, he's a cheat code. You can't he he's impossible to match up with. Mm -hmm. Um, Dame's not an easy matchup either. Clearly. No, I and, know, but one and, guy only plays one side of the ball. And yeah, but yeah, one guy but one can't guy be plays relied more on. on the ball. One guy plays more right. than the other guy. Right. You can't count on AD going forward. I'm telling you that right now. You cannot right. count right. on him. All right. Let, let's continue this discussion on the other side. 877-710-ESPN. Plus, we have a controversy that involves Greg. We'll do that in a moment. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, so here's the deal. On ESPN Los Angeles' Twitter account, a graphic popped up 
about, uh, I don't know, about half an hour ago. And remember we were talking about Family Feud? We were talking about game shows. I don't remember what we were what doing. What game talking- show would you most want to oh, be on? Because right, because Greg, Greg is, yeah. is going on a game show yes. with Lindsay Baseball from Mason in Ireland. Right. At so- Lindsay Baseball is her Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So then we got into a discussion about what game show would you want to be on, and it yeah. somehow morphed into let's do Family Feud. Yeah. Mason in Ireland versus SLK. Right. LZ brought it up that we should just do Family Feud. And then we were like, oh, we need five contestants. Well, we got five people on the show. And then LZ was like, oh, we got to have Morales on the show, on our show, blah, blah, blah. So I'll bow. And I was like, no, no, I'll bow. And then we were no, all like, it. no. It's all right. I'll get it. And then we, we said, Cab will bow. And then I, I think jokingly, somehow we said, well, I guess it'll just be Greg will be the person who'll be left out. And now then I get a text from our, our marketing department that says, um, Yo, so is this graphic okay? And I start laughing, and I'm like, oh, so we just traded Greg? And she's like, isn't that what you all said? And I said, no, that's perfect. Just go with it. So we apparently traded Greg for Morales, who then says he feels like he would be better off on Mason and Ireland show. So, LZ, we made all these, like, potential movements, and we disrupted our own core here for, for Christopher, and he don't even want to be on the team. That's right. You know what? Every lead's got a Kyle Lowry, a Kawhi, a Paul George, a Chris Paul. Every league where you think you got a nice key player to add to your franchise and then whoop, Morales just whooped us. Yeah. But I think Morales should be on Team Mason in Ireland. He's a very divisive personality. You know what I'm saying? I think that our team would have a lot more strength and unity. Yeah. If we had Bergman rather than Morales. So yeah. I'd like to propose, if I may, to Steve Mason and John Ireland that we'd like, at least guys, tell me if you, you'll okay this deal. But I, I, like I don't get a say in any of this. I, no, no, shut up. No, no, you're, you're an asset. <laughs> We're the GMs here. You're just yeah, an asset here. Okay? Talking over here. Oh, All right, boy. guys, I'd like to propose a trade. We give up Morales to Mason in Ireland and we bring back Bergman home. Yeah, I, we were kind of joking. I mean, you know, I think it, it, it's a funny bit. Bergman, you seem defended, by the way. Well, no, because I, look look what I'm getting here on, on Twitter. I got Lindsay sitting here talking smack, being like, oh, trade him back. I got Morales wanting to go back. Right, Lindsay, first of all, I've prided myself on not saying anything negative, but all I know is that when I was on Mason Island, we had really high ratings. Oh, wait a second. Oh, we're going deep right away. Oh, no warm-up whatsoever. Okay, so let me ask you this, though, Greg. (laughs) Oh, because it's open now. It's open season. Let me ask you you this, Greg. Yes. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'm ready. Um, Take a deep breath. Have you ever (laughs) hosted a segment on Mason Ireland that was the highest-rated segment on their show, though, like Lindsay has? Ooh, no. Oh! But, 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 But the entire show rated higher than that segment. Wow. I mean, the entire station was also rating higher back then, so there's also a sampling thing, too. Um, But Steve Mason has just texted us and said, done yesterday. He would trade you back. Mason, you should call. Wait, wait, wait. I think we should get a third team involved with this. How about just me by myself, and then you guys have your own show? No, 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 oh, so no, no. Don't, be, don't, oh, don't pull okay. that so you nonsense. You want to be mellow. You want to be the star. <laughs> That's right. Right. Why That's did right. you have to be that? Everybody signed three-year contracts, and why do you have to be the guy that signs the four-year contract? Exactly. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you back on the team over here. Okay, I'm trying to make a move here, a transaction, and you're making I it like more it, difficult. Cap. I like it. Yeah, cap. but you're gonna have to come back like Dwight Howard. You need to humble yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play you your can't role. Can't have any expectation. You're not getting yeah. any extra touches. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Just be a team player. We're going to win a championship together, okay? All right, let's win a championship. I mean, we'd definitely be better. I mean, Ireland is really the only – Ireland, I guess Lindsay's good at those games too. Um, I mean, Mason's really actually not that good. And I love Brionis, but he's actually he, – you know, I know he's only won like twice when he, they play those games on that show. Oh, he won for a week straight. He did? Yeah, he won he a week cheated. straight. Were the other people on the show? What do you mean he cheated? How do you know he cheated? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you just hush I'm already. I'm already holder. throwing – uh oh, <laughs> Mason just said that they DFA'd you, Greg. If I cared what Steve Mason had to say at any point in my career, I wouldn't be here. Oh, really? <laughs> really? You'd have already you'd have already you left your the fingers business, and right? your neck when you said that. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like you are Dwight Howard. I got to be honest with you. Else, he may be onto something. You know? <laughs> oh, he really did. <laughs> he sounded like he was like you know right. 
right there. I was oh, like, okay, he did ahead. it. He snapped his finger. Getting your pride on. I see you, June, getting to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> are losing, between, the uh, we are losing, by the way. We are losing in the in the poll. They put up a poll after. Yeah. And uh, Mason Allen and that group have 73% of the vote, well, I believe. Well, wait till, wait till we bring Bergman home and our team is united, okay? Um, guys, we should all tweet Steve Harvey also, and we should make this actually happen. Th- this should happen. Now, right now they're doing celebrity family feud. Maybe we qualify more as like inner office family feud. Mm-hmm. One way or another, though, we should make this happen and we will win. Very confident. I mean, I feel good. I watch Family Feud, so I feel good about my chances. And I love Steve Harvey. Huge Steve me, Harvey fan. Let me tell you something. Ain't, ain't nothing like watching Family Feud after a few cocktails, too. Or maybe some other stuff. Hmm. We got a good one for you. Ha, have, you not, have you ever done that, LZ? Watch the Game Show Network? When, and they, they, str- they do like two straight hours of Family Feud after oh, dude, a few? I love it. Love it. I haven't since my mother-in-law passed. That was, oh, no, you need to do that. That was our thing. Yeah. You know, we'd sit oh, there cool. and just watch a game show network yeah. uh, network with her for hours on end. And I would yell. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Steve Harvey's the best Family Feud host ever. Okay? Yeah. I he's think he's great. great. And, and what I love is on his Instagram, when he tells you his story, like, yo, man, Seriously, you guys ever seen any of his inspirational stuff where he talks about sometimes you just got to jump? He's like, what do I mean? He's like, man, I was living in a car. I had no money. I got one call to come to New York. I had to figure out how to get gas money. I got there. I had no hotel room, right? I mean, nothing. And he, and he took this leap, and he hosted the Apollo, and it turned into something. And now, I mean, radio show, Family Feud, all kinds of stuff. Man, I love Steve Harvey. Steve, if you're listening, man, I love you, dog. Okay. Just wanted to say that. Do you really love him or do you just want to be on the show? No, no. I, I want to be on the show and I love him. Okay. And he wants to hold hands with him. I will bro handshake him and hug it out with him in a big way. <laughs> Check out that mustache, that perfect manicure. I'll wear my fanciest suit I can find. You know, I'm going to take it to a new level when we get on Family Feud. How would we dress on Family Feud? We got to dress outrageous, like crazy outrageous. We got to be able to match Steve Harvey. Mm-mm. I'm dressing like myself. I ain't gonna go oh, out. Like I'm grown. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> no, Dude, I'm gonna rock a sweet I'm on suit, man. Too. Right? Yeah. I gotta look good. No, I gotta no, go no. back to the cookout. No tie. Yeah. No tie for me. For I'm sure. taking it to the next level. Yeah. Turtleneck. Match Steve Harvey. No, no turtleneck though. Mm-hmm. Just that would be a good look winter. for you, George. You should do maybe, the turtleneck. Maybe in the winter, but yeah. I don't know. So. Bergman, do you want to come home or not? Yes, of course oh, yeah. I do. I'm happy to be here. This is I am on SLK. I am an, the producer of SLK. It was Always. funny though that they traded you. Like we you didn't even confirm no, that trade. <laughs> that was like that was like it got leaked. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was like you know we were kind of considering it, and it got reported as fact. No. And then you know we had to you know we got messy. No, you we know? made this decision. This is our trade, not their yeah. trade. So you're saying that our social team got fake woged? Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Basically, this is like when uh, what's his name Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, got trade got almost traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, and then he's like, "No, nah, I don't want to go to Milwaukee. Why are you trading me there?" And then ended up with the Hawks in free agency. It's kind of like that. We'll I think still we take a much much more united team now that Bergman is back, and let Morales do his thing on the biggest show on radio, Mason in Ireland. But uh, we'll we'll stand united as a team of five. That's go. how I feel. Fair enough. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's finish these calls. These people have been waiting on hold for a very long time, in some cases an hour. So, like my man Raw in Baldwin Park. Raw, good to hear from you again, man. Yo, what up, guys? How you guys what doing? What up? Dog? Yeah, I was a little pumped up yesterday about my Clippers, but, yeah, I'm going to give you um, – you know, I'm feeling generous today as a diehard Clipper fan. I'm, I'm going to hook up the Lakers with, with a tip. <laughs> you, know, you know what that tip is? Who they should what? get rid of? What is it? What is it? It should it be. It should be, man. It should be uh, um, Montrez Harrell. Dude, that guy's undersized. He's a what? Height is like small forward height. Clippers have Nicholas Batum the same height as him, but the difference is Batum could shoot three, spread the floor. Hell, he did a good job guarding Boban. He almost dunked on him on that Sunday game. Like he almost did a poster on him. Like you know, so I think they should get rid of him. That Migos, what that rapper Migos look like guy. <laughs> Uh, he looks like Migos, to be honest, and I think he's just like 
to not play basketball at all, and he should be like a WWE wrestler or AEW wrestler. Could be well, I don't know about that. Let's not get crazy. But, Boy, Raw, Raw's thank you for the raw. call. Raw I will dog. say this. LZ and Cap, he's right about one thing. Nicholas Batum was a really good pickup for the Clippers um, in regards to someone in that buyout situation. And Nicholas Batum has been an integral part of what they've done this season. And he he might – he's definitely a more a, be, a more well-rounded player than Montrez Harrell. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank you, uh, um, Appreciate you. That was a good pickup, Bex. It was? Because, like, like, when, when, okay, I ain't going to lie. Once he lost Harrell, like, fuck, because, you know, he grew on me. You know, because he was a nobody. Like, he was just like a scrub from the Rockies. Oh, we got him in the Chris Paul trade. Oh, no. Fuck you, we got to rebuild. That's all good. I'm still cheering for my Clippers. And he grew. Um, then he's like, got few minutes, and then he has a lot of energy. But he just never shows up in the playoffs. That's why Vogel didn't trust him. Like, there's a reason why a lot of Laker fans be like, oh, why you didn't put Harold? But there's a reason why. Frank Vogel put hell. He's undersized. No, he didn't trust him, Raw. No, you're right. You're right. Thank you for the call, man. You didn't trust him. I mean, we we've covered that one. Good Blame. call, Raw. That's a good yeah. job, man. And cool name, Raw. Yeah. yeah. All right. Coming up next, big deal or no deal? We're back in three and a half minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law. If you're injured in an accident, call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's up, Greg? All right, uh, Sedano, so you guys are killing Trevor Bauer yesterday for sticky stuff on baseballs. Well, we Garrett Cole— Killing is well, I mean, you were calling. He was pretty tame, frankly. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was a little bit. You were calling him cheater, which was fine. Well, Garrett Cole was asked if he was ever if he ever used what they use is this called spider tech, the sticky stuff, and he paused and he started to say, "I don't," and then paused for five full seconds and said, "I don't know how to answer this." There was more, but is this a big deal or no deal? Who was it that did Garrett that? Garrett Cole? Oh, I mean, it's a big deal. Like, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So, much like Trevor Bauer has been the last several years. So, I do think all of this is a big deal. Uh, if baseball wants to legislate it. If baseball doesn't want to legislate it, I'm good with them running with it. Like, so, then, you know. So, but but they clearly are trying. Somebody's trying to make it a big deal. So, I'm going to roll with big deal. Didn't they play ball together in college at UCLA? Yeah, hated each other. Okay, well, but who knows what they might have been doing to the baseballs back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, all I'm saying is that um, it is a big deal because Bauer actually has a witty way of saying, I'm doing this. Yeah. And Cole is like, uh, uh, I didn't know there was going to be math involved here. Sorry. Right. Like, the difference is New to... York media. Yeah. So, so listen, I, I think it say. is a big deal. Yeah. I think it's a big deal because this conversation really started in earnest from a team that many people felt sorry for because they thought they were cheated. And so now if we have a whiff of being cheaters ourselves, we lose all of that nice warm capital that we got stored up. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose the capital. <laughs> so it's a big deal. Bauer, shut up. Gary Cole, if you know anything, you better keep it to yourself, Holmes. I know people in New York. And let's just keep it moving as victims. <laughs> Yeah, Trevor Bauer. You know, we talked about this when he first came. It was like, what's he going to be? Like, what's his dynamic going to add to this team? And we're already getting a, a good piece of it. All right, what's next, Greg? All right, Cap. Russian scientists have thought out 24,000-year-old microscopic, microscopic worm-like organisms called deloid rotifers, and they started reproducing on their own immediately and eating as soon as they were thought out. Is this a big deal or no deal? I'm going to say no they deal. Start, they started banging and eating? Right away. I don't think hmm. so, man. Sound I'm going like to say kind of people. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds good, like in theory. I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I don't always buy all this stuff I 
hear about and read about sometimes. I told you about, you know, that time I was in Italy and they told me the story about the volcano and then they chipped out people and dogs and stuff, you know, and I'm like, "Ah, I don't know if I'm buying that. So I'm not sure I'm buying this. I'm going no deal. I'm buying Uh, the response to being woken up. What's that? I'm buying the response to being woken up. Okay. I'm going to go no deal. Meaning when they wake up, they, they go to it, and then they, they start they, eating? They get out and start eating. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Well, they get hungry, right? You they get hungry. It's been 25,000 years. I've been frozen, you know? Let's just, let's just catch up where we left off. Yeah. I, I'm going to go no deal. I'm not buying it either. What's next, Greg? I mean, you guys just don't see that all of these movies start off where something 24,000 years old comes back, these organisms, and take over everything. I don't know. Kind of a big deal. But we can keep going. Clearly, you feel very strongly. It's well, rare I that can, you I, add your opinion there on the tag. I usually don't, but nobody's, you all agreed, and I was like, come on, there's a little bit more to this than that. And, and he's mm. feeling empowered now that we've brought him back to our Yeah, that's it. See, you are Dwight Howard. Good Lord. <laughs> all right. You get one post up, Greg. That's it. <laughs> all right, LZ. In the first half. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I get those dunks, I'm fine. The alley-oops. Uh, all right, LZ. Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown tweeted out today, number 11 until I retire. I tried to give it up, and he wouldn't take it. Respect. Julio Jones has always been number 11 when he was with Atlanta. Is this move by both guys a big deal or no deal? It is not a big deal. It's a a nice exchange between two men who respect each other, but big deal has got to be more than just between two people. So it's not a big deal. I'm going to say big deal. I like it. I really like it. Like this kid idolized Julio Jones and says, hey, you're my man, and you, you, you're you coming to play with us now. And I sent out this video and, and asked you to come play, and you actually are doing it. And, hey, man, you're number 11. Here, I want to give it to you. And Julio's like, no, man, you know what? You did. You brought me here, or, you know, kind of, and, and we're going to play together. And, dude, you, you were already 11 on this team, so you be 11. I love it, man. I think it's kind of a cool story. I'm going big deal. Uh, I'm going to say no deal. Um, again, like it, I think if, if I, I think the offer was cool, but if he would have accepted it, I would have thought it was a bigger deal as opposed to him just being like, nah, we're good. You know? So if Julio don't think is a big deal, then I'm going to not say, it's, I'm not going to say it's a big deal. Next. What's next? All right. Sedano, Stephen A has put out his top five point guards of all time. If CP3 wins a title. It puts him at number five. Magic was one. Steph, two. Big O, three. And Isaiah Thomas is four. Is this a big deal or no deal? Okay, say that again. All right, so Stephen A. Smith put out his top five if CP3 wins the title this year. Magic, one. Steph, two. Big O, three. Isaiah Thomas, four. And then CP3 would be five. Is this a big deal or no deal? I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, I think most people would probably agree with a similar list like that. So, uh, you know, I guess maybe you put in, you know, you can make an argument for John Stockton um, or Steve Nash, but, like, like I, I don't think it's, like, some sort of, like, crazy controversy or even a crazy take for someone who puts out a lot of takes. Uh, so I would say no deal. I just love the if he wins, then he'll be. So – I also think no deal. It's like, okay, I'm putting out a list. The list says if CP3 wins it, I don't think he will. But if he right. does, right. then I'll put him in the top five. So it's kind of like, I know he's not going to win, so he's not going to be. So I'll just throw it out there like that. That's clickbait. I like it. I mean, it's his list. So good on him. Personally, I would have Jason Kidd in my top five. But that's just me. Everyone's got their own criteria of what makes a great point guard. Everyone's got their own criteria of what makes a great player. But if I'm doing a top five all time, I don't need to wait until he might win a championship at age 36 because I got like 15 years of data to go on to make the decision without the ending of this postseason. Yeah. So I have Jason Kidd in my top five, chip or no chip. I do not have um, CP3 in my top five. All right. What's next, Greg? All right, Cap, both Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn have now said in the last couple of days that they are working on a Wedding Crashers 2, and it is supposed to start filming in August, but it is not 100%. Would this sequel be a big deal or no deal? I'll go big deal. 
I like that movie. I like those guys. Uh, I like Vince Vaughn. I think he's a very normal kind of guy. You know, like I just, he always shows up on people's social media like, hey, I was at this place, ran into Vince Vaughn. Started partying with him, hanging out. I like him. I don't know. I find him to be a very likable character. I got a big smile on my face talking about him. I liked Wedding Crashers. And um, I don't love sequels or prequels. Um, but if you can make money with it, I don't fault you. I mean, that's why I watched Mayweather. I didn't pay for it, but I watched it. So I say big deal. So I'm going to say no deal because I do think sequels are terrible for the most part, especially particularly comedies. It's rare that a comedy sequel is good. We've now seen this. Uh, there are recent examples of it, which I don't have to name because I don't want to do it uh, someone dirty, basically. Really? But, uh, yeah, I would say no deal. I can't believe it, man. Seriously? Why are you going to make me hate on y'all now? The movie was fine. <laughs> it ended perfectly. We got the joke. The joke was perfect. I severely doubt there is a wrinkle that would come from this sequel based off of that storyline that's going to feel fresh. It's going to feel rehash, and then it becomes, well, just how high am I? <laughs> and I don't need my comedies to be based upon the pot that I have in my system. <laughs> no deal. Right. Come on, Vince. Prove him wrong, Vince. No, you could, I mean, he might prove me wrong. I won't see it, but he might prove me wrong. I don't know, but it's just so hard. That is such a specific joke. You know how we were going on about Taken yesterday? Yeah. Because that's a very specific one-time movie, get in, get out, bam. Yeah. It's Taken like the one, sixth sense. If yeah. another kid tell me they see dead people too, I'm like, going, well, you need to get in line. Yeah, I mean... Although it would be funny if somebody made like a like a like, can we get the Wayans brothers to do like a, a spoof called Took? Tookin? Or just Took? Took. Tookin. <laughs> yeah. Just because I feel like that movie, to your point, LZ, has jumped the shark for sure. But yeah, come on, man. Like, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but do we is it really is it, now let me ask you this let's let's have a serious conversation about this right, is it serious. the audience to blame or is it the executives to blame for the creativity or lack thereof when it comes to movies because original movies right with real in-depth storytelling and things like that are just not being rewarded right now maybe they are being rewarded with awards but not at the box office for whatever reason, it feels like. Now, is that on the audience? Because, look, it, it is a two-way street here, right? Like, these studios are going to make movies because they, they're, in, 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 they're in a for-profit business. So they got to make movies that people are going to watch. And some of these art house films aren't going to make that happen. So is it on the audience or is it on the studios? It's on the studios. And this is why. The audience doesn't make movies. We simply tell you what we enjoy vis-a-vis -vis our funds. But before there were sequels, there were originals. And we told you in those originals what we liked. And instead of trusting yourselves and continuing on the path of creating a fresh original content that we would like, you decided to pull back out of fear and laziness and just rehash what we've already seen. Be fearless. That's how you got there. Wedding Crashers, crazy movie, unique. Go with that energy, not the energy that says, let's stay safe and just do that over and over again. Like, why, why would you do that? Right. I don't know. If that were the case, maybe we wouldn't have the Star Wars franchise. The Star Wars franchise weren't sequels. They were ongoing stories that were already designed to be exactly what they were. Right. They no. weren't like, oh, man, that made some money. Let's do it again. No, that's an afterthought. That's when no. things go astray. So series versus sequels. Right. It's a, it's a, exactly. Those like were all Twilight. independent chapters in a story. Right. Like they weren't. I mean, yes, they're sequels by definition, but those nine chapters were already like part of a story that everyone knew there was going to be nine chapters to. Like, everyone about, always knew there'd be nine Star Wars movies. How about remakes? How about movies that are remade? Like, hey, you know. They, so, like, they, what? Like, um, what was the Burt Reynolds football movie? You know. Oh, The Longest they, Yard that yeah. Adam Sandler did. Right. And then they, yeah, so, didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. 
I don't you know. And I like Sandler. Just not not for me. Not interested. Like Ready I watched crashes. The Water Boy by mm-hmm. Adam Sandler because it was at least an original idea. So like I'm, again, I'm not anti Sandler, but The Longest Yard, I've already seen that movie. You know what well, I mean? Like, all I know is this, man. These guys make money with all these franchises. That's why they keep doing it. You ask who's to quote unquote blame the studio for putting this out or the audience for consuming it. It's a it's a dance. Laura, who's to blame, the studio or the audience? The audience, because we consume it, so we give them an incentive to produce it again. There's like Sharknado 5 out. It's like someone's watching it. Yeah, but not enough people to justify 5. I mean... They just being lazy. Man, they made 5 of those? We can't get an octopus. We can't get octopus. (laughs) We can't get like a giant like seahorse. (laughs) Right. That's true. Why can't you make it something like a spinoff? Right. Like I'll take that, you know. How many? Sharknado, octopus NATO, (laughs) seahorse NATO. Are you really going to watch that though? I mean, (laughs) because you know it's part of the bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like what's different about it with an octopus? You just watch a shark fly a tornado. I just want original content. You don't get snobbish now because of an octopus? Right. Like, at least that twist is like ironic funny you know what i mean like <laughs> doesn't it say a lot about people though because they keep going back to the same thing so it's like no uh, i agree you know, I, just, I that's why i asked the question yeah. i don't know what the maybe, answer Greg? maybe vince vaughn should should start making remakes of other ones like uh old school or um no. may, maybe he should remake swingers hey we're now 30 years later no don't mess with a good overweight. thing to lz's point yeah, we go agreed. back to vegas we do it a different way yeah it's no. the same movie i mean look just they did that with 30 years later they did it with the hangover now it was a lot sooner but like the first one was really good first one was yep. really really well done and then they got worse well they just did it with coming to america and you know and, what yeah and how'd that go um it took a couple of days yeah but in the end, I didn't hate it. Mm. How's that for a compliment? I didn't hate it. What did you think of the movie? I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either because I realized <laughs> it was nice to see those people again. In the end, it didn't really matter. But it took two days to oh, see those yes. people again. <laughs> Love that song. It took two days. Not going right. to lie. That is big deal or no deal. All right. Coming up next, the 25-year anniversary of a big moment in boxing that certainly was a big part of what was going on here in Southern California. And I still think to this day, people will be talking about it uh, because we certainly will. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, hey a couple of things. Hey, hey, couple of things here for you. Don't forget Bash for Cash each and every weekday, okay? Each and every weekday at 4.15, we have Bash for Cash where you can pick a uh, person on either the Dodgers or the Angels, whoever's playing that particular evening or afternoon if uh, if the game hasn't started by then. And uh, you pick a player to hit a home run in what inning? And today somebody picked Otani in the first inning, right? That was the caller, Dan Rodriguez, Otani in the first inning? Yep, sure was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, we'll see if that's the case. And if Dan Rodriguez does not get that correct, tomorrow's winner or potential winnings would be $400 if someone gets the player who hits a home run right and 800 if they also get the inning that that particular player uh, would hit the home run in, right? So make sure you listen each and every weekday at 415 for Bash for Cash. And one other thing, speaking of what we're up to, nominate. A dad, a husband, a friend, etc. For our 710 ESPN Father's Day Harris Resort SoCal special. We got the Harris Resort SoCal VIP package, which includes a one-night stay and a $100 resort credit. All you got to do to nominate a person is email us at ESPNLAMarketing at ESPN.com. Include their first and last name of the particular nominee, the city they live in, and a short paragraph on why they deserve the Harris Resort SoCal VIP package. Again, a one-night stay and a $100 resort credit. Winners will be selected and interviewed 
on the air the week of June 14th. I would suggest to whoever wins that, okay, whoever is worthy of winning this great prize, Father's Day, the same weekend, now Harris is in San Diego County, the U.S. Open is at Torrey Pines. So maybe you go down to Harris and then you find your way somehow, some way, over to Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open, perhaps. Throwing out ideas, that's all. Okay. There you go. That sounds nice. Um, I've never been to Torrey Pines, but it looks beautiful. What a place, man. What a spot. Yeah, yeah but it'll be great for the, for the U.S. Open. Last time it was uh, Tiger Woods in one of the most dramatic moments of his career. Was that the 2009? Um, I think that sounds about right, uh, yeah. where he's pumping his fist on the green and he forces the playoff the next day against Rocco Mediate. Pretty sure. Is that the one on the bum leg? Yes, right. Knee, yeah. hurt, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very so good, go. George. You're a golf historian. I mean, I remember that. I'm a, I'm a Tiger person. Like, that. that's it. You could not – I didn't remember it was Rocco Mediate. I remember Tiger, bum leg. Um, I was actually – so I was so interested I was listening in the car. How about that? Wow. Even golf in the car. So, on serious yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. But anyhow. Um, LZ, mm-hmm. before we, we – I want to touch on some basketball here before we go too. But yesterday was the 25-year anniversary of De La Hoya versus Chavez. And we talked yesterday a little bit about Mayweather and Logan Paul or whatever. I didn't watch it. You didn't care to watch it. Cap was – Watching it, it in a, a bootleg of a bootleg right. <laughs> on some dude FaceTiming him <laughs> from it. his bootleg or whatever it was. <laughs> um, but, you know, De La Hoya and Chavez, there's a story in the L.A. Times about it. And I, I feel like from – look, it, it, that particular fight, and I remember it at the time, right, because Oscar was the golden boy, right? He's an American kid, Mexican-American kid. You know, Chavez was the epitome of – Mexican style champion boxer. He was mm-hmm. the guy, you know, so that clash of the Titans was big on a number of different levels for just basically the Mexican community, but also the boxing community, because it was kind of old lion versus young lion, et cetera, et cetera. And, but there's so many different facets to that fight that are fascinating, whether it was just the technical aspect of it, uh, whether it was the, um, the uh, you know obviously the, the the stuff surrounding it the social aspects of it because you know there are people and Laura you, you may be able to agree with me on this I, I don't know if you feel I don't feel this way but I know people in the Latino community who give you the side eye if you don't know Spanish and I, what yeah. I'd say is this is is that a fact or no a hundred percent fact yeah and I don't feel like that's fair you know what I mean because you know it just depends right like if you are third or fourth generation and nobody in your house speaks Spanish like that. Like I grew up where my grandma, my mom, my dad, like everybody spoke Spanish. They were immigrants, right? Like, so I'm the first generation born in this country. So, you know, I spoke, I speak Spanish, right? But like, I have plenty of friends who don't. And it, it felt like Oscar had some of that, right? Cause he doesn't really speak Spanish, Spanish, you know? Um, English. Right. He does. And, and I feel like, he kind of got dinged, but it was good for the sport in the sense of like it created like this cool lead up to that fight because there was the obviously the obvious technical aspects of it. And as I mentioned, old line and young line, but there was also kind of this added thing about within the community is like, nah, he's not really he's not Mexican enough for mm-hmm. us, you know, as a culture thing for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, I deal with it all the time. I one of the things that I always go to is like that Selena clip is like, you got to be more Mexican than the Mexican, more American than the American. Like when you're in first gen, because that's a real thing. You know, I would always say, like, I'm not from here. I'm not from there. I'm very in between. And it was hard. It's still hard. I'm 32 years old and I still deal with it till this day. Like my sisters are older, older than me and they didn't assimilate as much as I have. So they're very, you know, they're attached to their Mexican culture. So I, you know, I remember when things like that would go down, even when USA plays Mexico, it's always like, okay, I'm going for Mexico. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't like soccer, but then I'll go for USA just to, just to be the opposite. But it's, (laughs) it's always a thing, right? Like people that are a little bit younger tend to do that versus people that are a little older tend to go for Mexico because they didn't 
it's still this culture thing and it and it's so real especially here in la well yeah. george lopez talks about this how you know you grow up mexican in southern california and then you go down to mexico and visit your mexican family and you're like whoa what's going on down here like it's a whole different world george your point about chavez versus de la jolla back then uh, i remember going to a lot of those fights back then um de la jolla against camacho trinidad yep. mm -hmm. a lot of these fights and yep. you know he was he was the golden boy who was he was Mexican, but he was American, but he was trying to be representative of the Mexican community. Of both, right, right yes. Right. And, and, and Julio Cesar Chavez, he was what the embodiment of a Mexican brawler fighter, you know? And, you know, you talk about this, the fight itself. You know, if you remember, and it's 25 years ago, I had to go back and look it up, but Chavez, the fight is, is stopped because of cuts in the fourth right. round. Yeah. And De La Hoya, the young buck, you know, makes this this dramatic win. So... That was a crazy time. I man, I used to love covering all those boxing matches, man. Tyson fights and 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 De La Hoya fights, man. I'm telling you, the mid nineties to like the early two thousands. I got to go to every one of those things, man. I miss that stuff. You know, there are moments in which I wish our elected officials would pay closer attention to these matchups. Because maybe then they'll stop trying to speak to Latino voters as if they're all one voice mm -hmm. with the same interests and yeah. they're going to vote the same way. Yeah. This will begin to hopefully illuminate the diversity and what is the cause of that diversity within a specific group of people because, you know, just as, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're correct, George and, and Laura in talking about the dynamics you know, with Hispanic boxers as it pertains to this. But we also know this is also true when it comes to soccer players. Yeah. And we also know that it's true in the black community when it comes to deciding who's black enough, right? Yep. And we also know it is something that sometimes happens, Scott, in the Jewish community. Totally. totally. And we also know it's something that will occasionally happen in the gay community. There always will be, for whatever reasons, groups of people at the gate trying to decide who gets to come in or not. And nope. there are moments in which that gatekeeper, I think, is necessary. And then there are moments in which I think the gatekeeper oversteps his boundary. And I think watching Mexican fight each other in the boxing ring epitomizes all of that. No question about it. Well said, LZ. Real quick before we go, because we have 10 seconds. Shohei Otani hit a home run in the first inning. So Dan Rodriguez, you just won $600 nice. in bash for nice. cash. Tomorrow, 200 and 400, back again at 415. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. See ya.